Hey friend, welcome to the Start Scared Podcast, where we are mamas who are wanting, craving, needing more in our lives outside of just being a mom. We love our babies, but man, have we lost ourselves in the chaos of everyday mom life. My name is Christy, and I'm a wife, mama, teacher, an Enneagram 6, and a projector who used to be bound by what I thought I was supposed to say, do, or be. So much so that I'm trying to discover who Christy is right now in real time. Together, we're going to have honest and real conversations, just like girlfriends chatting over a cocktail or a coffee on the back porch. We're going to cut through the BS stories we tell ourselves and find clarity to start scared on putting ourselves first because, girl, who you are outside of being a mom still matters. It is time that we live out the dreams and the desires that God has placed on our hearts, even if we don't know what that is quite yet. But I got you. We're in this together. So grab your drink, meet me on the back porch, and let's do this. Hey friend, happy whatever day it is that you're listening to this. It is Monday, November 21st. Um, this episode will be releasing on um, Wednesday, the 23rd, the day before Thanksgiving. And I just want to just sit in gratitude right now. I know that this is a really hard season for me and it may be a really hard season for you. This is going to be my first Thanksgiving without my dad. My dad hated holidays, but it's still, you know, the first holiday without him. And you have been on this journey with me. Uh, As soon as I was allowed to share about the cancer diagnosis, I did, even, you know, without talking to you about who it was, I shared my heart. I've shared with you when he got really sick. I shared with you all of the things that we had to go through. I shared with you when he passed away. And I feel like, you know, you've just been on this journey with me and I'm just so for forever grateful to have this platform to use almost like a diary and that, you know, share my heart and that, you know, it's all, not always sunshine and rainbows and happy, uni- happy little unicorns um, that we all go through hard shit and um, it sucks. But when you surround yourself by a community of people who are there to support you and to lift you up, it just makes things so much I don't want to say easier, but more tolerable. I don't know if you can relate to that, but I have never been so grateful for this community as I have been since my dad got sick and since my dad passed away. I, I mean, the amount of just love and support that has just been all consuming and the amount of support on our bonfire campaign. Y'all, as of today, November um, 21st, we have raised over $760 for pancreatic cancer research. Like I'm just blown away. I have a goal to hit $1,000 by the end of November. So the shop will be open until the end of November. So share it with your friends. Go take a look and see if there are any um, sweatshirts or sweat uh, t-shirts that you want to purchase. All of the proceeds are directly donated to Pancreatic Cancer Action Network, which is a, like a holistic approach to um, pancreatic cancer awareness and research and funding. And it's just, they have been so generous for my family. They have sent emails and talked to my mom on the phone. They sent us um, purple ribbons to wear at my dad's service. And I'm just so grateful for an organization like this who just truly cares about the patients and the families and getting support and getting action and getting answers because this is one of the deadliest cancers there is. And there are no symptoms until it's too late. And so um, I'm just, I'm so grateful for an organization like that. I'm grateful for you, for your support, for your love, um, just for wrapping our family up. Um, I'm 
grateful that we got to celebrate and honor my dad's life um, on Saturday. And I'm grateful for the amazing people who showed up. <laughs> we were joking that my dad brought the the rain and the cold weather to keep people from coming because he hated being the center of attention, but it didn't keep anybody home. I mean, there were like 150 people at his service and there were at least 30 um, computers watching the live stream. And it just is, he was a good, good man. And he made so such a great impact on every single life that he touched. And I just wish that he had known that while he was here. Um, I'm grateful that I got to speak and honor my dad that way. And this season is hard, y'all. It is so hard, but I am sitting here just in a pile of gratitude. And because you have been there with me through it all, I wanted to share a little bit more with you about my dad. And I um, wanted to share with you what I said at his celebration of life. And um, I can't say anything other than the fact that my dad gave me strength and my dad gave me courage because I did not think that I would be able to get through it without crying, um, but I did it. And um, the love and support that I was shown afterwards um, telling me what a great job I, I did and how proud my dad would be of me and um, that I have a career in public speaking was just mind-blowing to me. But I really truly felt like I was able to honor my dad. And um, I really do like to think that I made him really proud. And um, I promised him that I would be strong for my mom. And I have been. And I really do honestly think that one, my faith got me through it. My dad gave me strength and courage. And three, the amount of time that um, we took between him dying and the celebration of life was almost two weeks. And I think that time helped, you know, I hadn't cried in a couple of days and just being able to um, sit and breathe was really helpful. I, I don't know how people do it who, you know, lose a loved one three days and then three days later have to do their funeral or celebration of life. It just, the two weeks was perfect. Um, the slideshow was amazing. Um, the speakers, oh my gosh, people got up and talked about the impact that my dad had on their lives. And my dad was such a private person that there were so many stories that we didn't know. And to um, hear them from someone else's perspective, um, from a different aspect of my dad's life was just it was just amazing. It was absolutely amazing. And we just felt so wrapped up in love and wrapped up in just joy. And there were laughs and there were tears and there were um, jokes made. Bruce told a joke and it was just, it was amazing. It was such a great day. It was such a great day. And yes, it was sad, but it was also so full of joy and so full of hope. And I think that that was the underlying theme here was that there is hope in the Lord that we are going to see and spend eternity with my dad. We're going to see him again. And that brings me joy. And that brings me comfort. And that I am forever grateful for. So I'm going to share with you what I shared with um, all of the amazing people who showed up and loved our family hard on Saturday. And I hope that if you celebrate Thanksgiving, if you're in America, that you have an amazing Thanksgiving. And even if you don't, my um, European listeners, I know that you're out there. You listen every every week and thank you, thank you, thank you. This is also a super special episode because I know with this episode, we're going to hit 10,000 downloads. 
10,000 listens on this, on this podcast. And I'm just, I'm so forever grateful for that. So thank you for being here. Thank you for spreading awareness for pancreatic cancer. Thank you for jumping when I ask you to support. Thank you for wrapping my family up. Thank you for just honoring me and letting me use this platform to not only spread awareness, but also as a journal as I walk through a season that I've never had to experience before. Um, and I hope I don't have to experience for a long, long time again. Um, but I'm just, I'm grateful. And I, uh, yeah. So even if you don't celebrate Thanksgiving, I just hope that you find something to be grateful for, even if it's the sun shining, even if it's the birds chirping, even if it's the fact that you have a warm bed to sleep in, whatever it is, find something to be grateful for because we're so incredibly blessed. Even in the hardest seasons, there is something to be grateful for. I love you, friends, and I hope that you enjoy my talk at my dad's celebration of life. I love you, and don't forget, check out our bonfire store. It's open through the end of November. I love you, girl. Talk to you later. Okay, bear with me. It's kind of long. All right, so... um Neither my mom nor I like public speaking. This is actually really scary for me, but I'm taking one for the team today. Um, I, t- I promised daddy um, that I would be strong for mom. So here we are. So I have um, some memories of my dad speaking at my own grandfather's funeral, his dad's funeral. And um, he. I just remember my mom always being you know, strong and sturdy by his side. And um, it was the only time I ever saw him cry. And I honestly never thought that I would have to do the same thing. Um, my strong and sturdy is not here. You guys are probably wondering where Frank is. Um, Malcolm had a medical emergency on Thursday and has been in the hospital since. So um, they wanted to be here and um, they're on their way back home, but just unfortunately couldn't make it. So um, anyway, here we are. <laughs> um, a lot of people you know, um, may see my relationship with my mom and, and think that, you know, we're, we're so close, but it wasn't always that way. My relationship with her was always very strained for a lot of years. And, but my, my love for my dad was always constant. I am a daddy's girl through and through. He could do no wrong. And, um, however, I couldn't be more thankful for my mom right now because I know that we're going to get through this together. Um, there are many things about my dad that I, I just loved. He was a good man. He was a pain in the butt. Um, but he, lo- he was loved by so many and he loved us so hard. I never felt, you know, without that. And, um, one thing that a lot of people didn't, hadn't seen in my dad is his silly side. And y'all saw some in the pictures, you know, he like loved to make goofy faces. Um, but he had nicknames for just about everyone. And um, most of them were funny. Not all of them were nice, so I'm not going to share all of them. Um, my nickname was T.T. Pole. And when my friends, Matthew and I, were younger, my full name is Christina Nicole. We were like two, and he couldn't say Christina Nicole, so he called me T.T. Pole. And so my dad would call me T.T. Pole. And um, I hated it. And especially like growing up, junior, you know, um, junior high and high school, I absolutely hated it. But then my senior year of high school, I decided to embrace it and I brought it back. And, um, it's just something that he always called me. Um, he also had the funniest sayings <laughs> or just about anything. Um, he's going to cringe <laughs> with that. I'm going to tell some of these stories, but, um, one was sucking wind. So when someone was breathing hard due to physical activity, 
they were sucking wind. And um, one of my favorites was Big Cut No Smell. And that was, that was saved for like a strike if someone, you know, the batter was up and he swung the bat really hard and missed the ball majorly. That was Big Cut No Smell. Um, and another one that I find myself using a lot is GERB. And that's if you have like an unknown substance on your shirt or on your face. Um, for example, what is that gerb on your shirt? Um, so I use that a lot too. Um, but he also did a really good impression of a cricket and of a cat throwing up. And you should ask Bruce to try to do that because he's been practicing. Um, oh, you want to try? <laughs> Gotta make the noise. <laughs> Um, when I was younger, he would, he would sit on my chest and he would pin my arms back with his knees and he would tickle me under my arms and he called them the tick tickle rockets. And I hated them because if I laugh too hard, my girls are here, they know if I laugh too hard, I hiccup and then I burp and then it makes me laugh even harder. And then I hiccup and burp even more. And it's just this vicious cycle of hiccuping and burping. And my dad thought it was the funniest thing. And it was awful. Um, every year for about eight years, we would go to um, Colorado. We would go to a ranch called Colorado Trails Ranch in Durango. And um, I think those are probably some of my fondest memories um, from my childhood. It was our one big family vacation of the year. And um, I always looked forward to going and it was, you know, daddy worked a lot. And so this was his time where he could, you know, cut, cut back and have fun and, you know, let his hair down. Um, he loved horseback riding. Um, he loved whitewater rafting. He loved water skiing. Um, although one year he got terrible altitude sickness. So I'm sure that was really, uh, you know, was not fun at all. Um, his favorite dessert is apple pie. We're going to share that later. But um, one year we were at the ranch for his birthday and um, they didn't have any apple pie. And so there was a counselor that loved my dad. And um, he wanted to give him his pie. So he, gave, he got a pie tin and then just put full apples inside the pie tin, put candles in it. He brought it into the dining hall and we all sang happy birthday. So you'll see we have a Colorado Trails Ranch apple pie um, out there. Obviously you can't eat. I mean, I guess if you want to eat it, you can. But um, anyway, so that's out there and that's why that's there. Um, he loved old cars. Um, he had a 69 Chevelle that he never had the time to restore. Um, he had all the parts and all the pieces to make it perfect, but he never took the time to work on it. Um, and it actually continues to sit in his shop undone. And I just hope that one day it will get finished in honor of him. Um, he loved taking care of the yard and he took meticulous care of his cars. And when we had a boat, meticulous care of that. Um, <clears throat> But he was the worst at time management. He would say he'd be done in an hour and we might see him when it got dark. Um, a couple of days before he passed away, he even reminded me to change my air filters um, because he always put it on his calendar. So I'm not really sure who's going to remind me to change my air filters now. Maybe he'll like drop something, you know, from heaven to remind me. Um, he loved to take pictures. Um, he especially loved to take pictures of scenery. He was always like crouching down, trying to get the best angle. Um, but he hated to be in pictures. And every time I made him take a picture, you know, half of them have him making a silly face, which is probably where I got that from too. Um, I also got my love of sports from him. I loved watching football with him on Saturdays and Sundays. Um, we loved watching the Longhorns together. 
um, when we didn't watch together, he would send me text messages about the game and sometimes about how they blew the game at the end, kind of like last weekend. And um, I was hoping that he would give us a win, but he didn't. Um, he loved hockey. He loved baseball. Um, he passed away the day after the Astros won the World Series. Where are my girls? There they are. Yeah. Um, something that I know he was super excited about. Um, if you were at my wedding, you know this next story. <laughs> For a while, um, when we were engaged, Daddy would ask Frank if he was sure he wanted to marry me. Um, because I'm a handful, and <laughs> uh, he couldn't give me back once we were married. And so during his toast, he told Frank that I was his problem now, and now he definitely couldn't give me back. And I'm sure people were thinking he was kidding, but he definitely was not. <laughs> Uh, he loved being a grandfather. Nothing brought him more joy than spending time with Malcolm and Addison and Bruce. Um, he loved to see them smile, and he loved to make them laugh. Um, I hope Malcolm is watching this right now, but he wants nothing more than for you to do your best in all that you do. Take pride in yourself and keep the main thing the main thing. I know Pops and, and Grandpa Jeff are pulling strings up in heaven right now to make sure that you heal. Addison Sloan, Grandpa Jeff was so proud of you. And he would want you to know that you are so special and you are so worthy. Don't ever let anyone make you feel otherwise. And hold your head high and remember that God loves you. Bruce, man, you brought him so much joy. When I told him I was pregnant, I don't think he could have smiled any bigger. Please continue to go to KOZ because it meant so much to him that you surround yourself with godly men. Remember to be patient. Remember to be kind. And will you please learn how to ride your bike now for Grampy? <laughs> he said, fine. Um, the last two and a half years, um, we've been living right next door to my parents. And it has been the greatest blessing. Um, they gifted us two of their five acres to build on. And I couldn't imagine a greater present. I saw them almost every single day. Um, and it made it especially easy for me to just pop over, you know, to give him a kiss when he was sick. And I knew he didn't want company. Um, I will forever be grateful for that time. My dad never went to church with my mom and I when I was growing up. He was more of an Easter and Christmas kind of guy. And... <clears throat> Uh, but when he started coming with us to the journey, he liked it and he wanted to go consistently. And I know that that made my mom so incredibly happy. She kind of had to let go of some of her Catholic ways, but she was like, Jeff wants to go. Let's go. You know, um, every week for as long as I can remember, um, we sat in the front row and my dad sat in that seat right there that we have empty for him. Um, and <laughs> I'm actually hoping that he's sitting there right now smiling at us together. But then I'm like, no, he's probably making some kind of joke because he hated being the center of attention. He probably hates this right now. Um, he worked a lot and he missed out on so much. Um, the last time he was in the hospital, which was two weeks before he died, I asked him why he chose work over us. And he said, because he never felt good enough that if he did a good job at work, people would think that he was good. Um, he also never felt like he had friends or was good enough for the people he surrounded himself with, especially the men at church who he looked up to so much. But looking around, I can see how incredibly wrong he was. And I just wish that he knew um, that he was always good enough for me and my mom. Spending time at the fire pit with the men on Saturday mornings, 
Um, and the, the men and the boys at KOZ once a month meant so much to him. He loved those kids and he loved all of you. Um, my dad wasn't a man of many words and he tended to keep a lot of things private, even the moments he shared with y'all. But I know that he loved you guys and I'm so grateful that y'all were there mentoring him on his journey. Um, I was actually standing at the back of the church right over there um, with him right before he got baptized, August 20th, 2017. And he was shaking in a way that I have never seen him shake before. (laughs) But he knew without a doubt that this is what he was called to do. It was spontaneous. It wasn't planned at all. And um, it was literally the best day ever. Um, When those memories came up on Facebook of his baptism, daddy was sick and most people didn't know. And um, but seeing those those pictures and watching those videos brought us some peace, knowing that Jesus would be welcoming him with open arms one day, obviously a lot sooner than we had hoped. (laughs) Um, None of us want to be here right now, but he was ready. He had unwavering faith and he knew that he was going to go live with Jesus. Um, The morning he passed away, he said he was ready to go home. I told my therapist the other day, I have no clue how people survive this kind of loss without faith. I've been reminded many times of one of our old pastor, Mitch Friedman's sermons. He brought up this long rope and a very, very, like long rope, you know, went all the way around the church. And um, there was a very small portion was taped in red. And the red represents the small amount of time that we have on this earth. And then the remainder of the the rope, the long white piece, um, represented eternity. And so remembering this, and I've been, you know, reminding myself of this over and over and over since he passed away, but remembering that this life is so short compared to forever gives me peace knowing that someday I will see him again and I'll get to spend forever with him. And that just brings me a calming peace. Um, a couple of days after daddy died, Bruce saw me crying and he said, mommy, why are you still sad? And I said, because I miss Grampy. And Bruce said, I'm not sad anymore. I said, I asked, oh, how come? (laughs) He was not sad because he said, I know he's in a better place. And that brings me comfort too. One thing that I think all three of us, me, mom, and daddy, um, would want you guys to take away from this is don't waste the time that you have here. Um, We have a TBD amount of days. Don't waste them. Stop waiting. Start living. Tell the people you love. uh, Tell the people you love that you love them. Don't sweat the small stuff. Do the things that bring you joy. Let go of the things that, that don't. Take the personal day without guilt. Take that trip on your bucket list. Take the pictures. Be in the pictures. Play with your kids. Love your people hard. Be present where your feet are. Please don't wait. Because you never know. You never know when your time is up. And... Also, my plug, if you have pancreatic cancer in your family, I highly suggest that you ask your doctor to do a blood test for CA199, which is an inexpensive test and should be covered by insurance. um, A high level of CA199 in your blood can often be a sign of pancreatic cancer. And because there is no early detection, it's worth a shot. And then you can follow up with a CT scan. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your support of our family Um, Your kindness is so very appreciated and has not gone unnoticed. Frankly, it really has just blown us all away. Thank you for being here. We love you. Come on, mama! (laughs) 
Morning Girl Duty Calls. Thank you so much for listening to the Start Scared Podcast. If anything resonated with you today, I would be honored if you would screenshot and share this episode on Instagram and tag me at Christy Lockhart so I can get super excited and personally say thank you for taking the time to get our message out to even more mamas who may also need to be reminded that they still matter outside of being a mom. And don't forget to subscribe to the show so that you never miss an episode. I am so incredibly grateful that you're here and to be on this journey with you. So cheers to you and our growth together. I am rooting for you and I love you. And remember, you matter. I'll see you next week. Same time, same place.